The day that we have been waiting for has finally arrived. The Miami Dolphins are playing a football game tonight at Hard Rock Stadium against the Atlanta Falcons. And here's who I'm most interested in watching as tonight's game unfolds. You are Locked On Dolphins, your daily Miami Dolphins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Miami, welcome to another episode of Locked On Dolphins. It's your team every day here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, Kyle Krabs, a lifelong Miami Dolphins fan, host of Locked On Dolphins, co-host of Locked On NFL Scouting with Joe Marino. You can find our shows on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. want to thank you guys for making Locked On Dolphins your first Miami Dolphins listen of the day. And shout out to our everydayers who do keep it locked in with us on a daily basis here on the Locked On Network. Today's episode of Locked On Dolphins is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates that you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on. That's linkedin.com slash locked on to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. There are also terms and conditions to the fact that the Dolphins are playing a football game this afternoon, this evening at Hard Rock Stadium, the only home preseason game for the Miami Dolphins. They're facing the Atlanta Falcons, who they shared the practice field with on Tuesday and Wednesday. And uh, some really interesting storylines have come out of that. And we've discussed those on the last two days of the show. But now we're kind of into the strategy of the preseason and who's going to play, who's not going to play. Um, I think the general expectation is you're not going to see a who's who of the uh, premier starters or big money players. For the Dolphins. So that's guys like Tua Tungavaloa, Tyree Kill, Jalen Waddell, Teron Armstead, Connor Williams, uh, probably the backs, the backs, uh, Raheem Mostert and Jeff Wilson. They're not big name players, but they've gotten some some rest days as of recent. And and Jeff Wilson also kind of left the practice early. Uh, Durham Smythe, I think, has a reasonable investment in him. Uh, Robert Hunt as a standout starter. He's not a big money player per se. And then I think you probably look at the vast majority of the starting defense. Sealer, Wilkins, Phillips, Baker, Long, Chubb, Howard, Holland, Kohu. I'd be surprised if any of those guys play. So that might throw a little bit of cold water on you for, for what this game looks like this preseason game and not for me because I'm a football nerd and a football dork and um, I love the team building process and right now the Dolphins have 90 players that are trying to fit themselves into 53 spots there are no shortage of storylines despite those 20 players or so presumably not playing for the Dolphins first and foremost amongst them is a handful of buzzy rookies that I will be watching very closely for different reasons. And you would think uh, Miami with not having a overly robust uh, rookie class, that this might not be worth an entire segment on a game day show, but it is because you have Cam Smith and you have Devon A chain and those two guys obviously being second and third round draft selections respectively for the dolphins there's some leverage there for those guys to have expectations to find roles with the team in year one. And Cam Smith is kind of in this battle for third outside corner 
along with a vet in Eli Apple that um, I think Cam needs to continue to stack positive days. Now, he's been extremely active in practice. Uh, he, I know he got tagged in a red zone seven-on-seven seven period on Wednesday by Mac Hollins, kind of was trying to big boy him and got out big boyed by a guy that most corners are going to get out big boyed, but in Mac Collins, dude looks like a tank these days, but he's been around the football a ton. And you know, Vic Fangio came out and said, you know, we, we've liked what we've seen, but he's, they're not where we need them to be for the start of the regular season. This is another step in that direction for Cam Smith. And with Jalen Ramsey, obviously recovering from the meniscus repair, from Cater Kohu presumably not playing for the value that he brings to this football team and how good he was last year and how good he looks in camp and Xavier Howard being a $25 million a year corner or something in that general ballpark. But Cam Smith's probably going to start. And if I'm the Dolphins, I'd, I'd probably let Cam Smith play close to a half of football. You know, they, they've gone out and they've signed guys like Mark Gilbert and Perry Nickerson in the last few days. Those guys will play into the fourth quarter probably, but you needed bodies. Uh, this can be a really good evaluation window because even if Desmond Ritter, the starter, projected starter at quarterback for the Falcons doesn't start, you're going to get Taylor Heineke. You're going to get reps against a, a guy who has been a starting quarterback in the NFL if you're Cam Smith. I think that's really valuable. I also think the Devon A. Chain opportunity is, is pristine because – there is this underlying subplot of the Dolphins. And look, A-Chain got steamed this week. He really got some buzz. He obviously caught in the 11-on-11 11 11, uh, showcase at the end of Wednesday's practice. He caught the long touchdown pass that won, with air quotes, uh, the Dolphins, that, that drill, that segment, that practice, whatever uh, you want to boil it down to, uh, a, a big-time reception for him from Skylar Thompson. He's gotten some run because, as we said, Raheem Mostert got some maintenance recently. Jeff Wilson uh, kind of didn't sound like it was anything serious, but didn't didn't finish, I should say, Wednesday's practice. And we didn't see some of Jeff Wilson the week prior as well with, with maintenance stuff. So A-Chain has gotten some actual looks this past week. He's one of a few players on the offensive side of the ball that – you're starting to see them build some momentum. And there's this storyline of the Dolphins and this standing offer for this running back who's not with a team. And if A-Chain can build some steam, it might be the affirmation the Dolphins need to say, you know what, the offer is the offer. You're either going to sign here or you're not. And I'm sure that's where they're at anyway. But it would give them conviction to do so even more if A-Chain, like Cam Smith, is a young player who's flashed in camp, but the ups and downs are there and you're looking for a player to be more consistent. Another step forward in stacking consistent wins and, and HA might get a pretty good amount of run here because if you're assuming Jeff Wilson and Raheem Mostert don't play, it's it's a chain, Savon Ahmed, miles Gaskin and Chris Brooks. Let's see some run. Let's see some touches for this guy in a game setting. The other rookie I am watching closely, there's technically two undrafted free agents, but Brandon Peely is the one I'm really interested in. Brandon Peely was a former big-time recruit, dealt with some injuries at USC. You watch the tape, you could see a player who um, had the stature to be an A-gap defender, but I, I think 
you know, with some of the injuries that he suffered, sapping some of it, his athleticism, I didn't think his play necessarily lined up with what he was going to have to be to survive in the NFL. But he's flashed a bit the past week. He's tagged the Falcons. I think backup nose tackle is a job that, unless you're going to give it to Zach Sealer or Christian Wilkins, is a job that's wide open on this football team. Can Peely be that guy? If it is, that'd be awesome for the Dolphins to have another undrafted free agent hit. Uh, so I'm going to be watching Brandon Peely, number 96, very closely to see what kind of momentum he can create for himself uh, throughout the course of the preseason game. We're going to switch gears. Talk about what would-be offensive starters, I think, get a little bit of action, and that's what we're going to cover next here on this episode of Locked on Dolphins. These days, every potential new hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates, and that's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. You can add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your profile on LinkedIn to spread the word that you're hiring in simple tools like screening questions. Make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills for what you need to help take your team to the next level. That's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates that you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That is linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions do apply. So let's talk would-be starters for the Dolphins. Who, who's going to get a little run here? On the offensive side of the ball, I'm looking at the offensive line. And I think whether it is Isaiah Wynn, Dan Feeney, Liam Eikenberg, or Robert Jones, it's a, uh, you could probably even put Lester Cotton in that conversation. Like I, I think that it's wide open. Left guard. Now, I, I think the obvious from a starring experience and physical upside perspective, it's Isaiah Wynn. Is Isaiah Wynn going to play in this football game? I don't know. But I can tell you who will play in this football game, and it is Liam Eikenberg. And I'd be surprised if Austin Jackson doesn't play a significant amount of snaps as well. They need the reps, period. I don't think you'll see Dan Feeney treated with kid gloves. I, I'm really interested to evaluate him in a game setting as well. Now, I guess here's the challenge with, with evaluating all of these offensive linemen, but I would say the entire group of four, I think we're going to be able to identify who it is uh, that has been rotating in for that starting spot at left guard in practice over the course of the past week. If the Falcons sit... Anya Mehta and Grady Jarrett and Calais Campbell, which I expect that they will. Here are the names that the Falcons have to boast for you to evaluate these left guard players against. Taquan Graham, fifth round pick in 2021. Timmy Horn was a undrafted free agent in 2022. 25-year-old nose tackle from Kansas State. Justin Ellis, Albert Huggins, Carlos Davis, undrafted free agent in 2023. Uh, Joe Gaziano, Kavion Patton. The point is, 
not a lot of prestigious or highly gifted players that were highly coveted when they came into the league. So for the Dolphins to have guys that are competing for a starting spot, going against that caliber of interior defensive linemen, if you're playing on the wrong side of the line of scrimmage, we're going to have a problem. It's going to be a big red mark in your resume in evaluating who is ready to step up and be the starter for this Dolphins offensive line. So whether it's Eichenberg or Wynn, whether he plays or not, I don't know. Dan Feeney, Robert Jones, Lester Cotton, those guys got to be playing on the plus side of the line of scrimmage. Period. And you'll get a chance to evaluate some of these guys because I don't think Robert Hunt's going to play. They got to be playing and getting positive forward momentum. Getting off the ball. Now, I think the tackle situation, if it's Austin Jackson or Kendall Lamb, I have high expectations for those guys on the edge. Uh, because the Falcons, uh, you do have a little bit better evaluation opportunity on the edge with a third-round pick in Zach Harrison in this year's NFL draft. Lorenzo Carter uh, was once upon a time a mid-round draft selection, I believe. Yeah, he was drafted almost in the second round, 66th overall a few years back. And then Kamoko Ture has dealt with some injuries, but a really physically gifted player. Uh, he was drafted 52nd overall in 2018. So the depth edge guys, that's behind starters Calais Campbell and, and Bud Dupree, and also Caden Ellis, uh, who's kind of a hybrid linebacker rush player type. But if you got Zach Harrison, Lorenzo Carter, and Kamoko Ture, like that's a pretty good evaluation opportunity for guys like Austin Jackson and Kendall Lamb, your swing tackle. So I'm going to be looking pretty closely at this entire Miami Dolphins offensive line. Now, Lamb's been a guy who's created some positive momentum. I don't think he's in the conversation to start anywhere on this Dolphins offensive line. But 73 and the entire conglomerate of left guards I'm looking for, and I have different expectations of both. Uh, I think my expectation for the right tackle position is you're, you got to strap up. My expectation on the interior is I'm looking for somebody to, to open a, to pull a stone cold Steve Austin and open up a can of, you know what, and take guys North and South and get them out the club is really what I'm looking for. So different barometers of expectation for both guys, but, but certainly something that I, I think we should be watching now. I think we'll, the only receivers that I think are no holds barred or um, are the only receivers that are holds barred, I guess. Is that how that works? No holds barred, holds barred. Whatever. Again, it's early. <laughs> I'm recording earlier than normal, so the brain's not quite firing on all cylinders just yet. Waddle and Hill will not play. That's my prediction. I think everybody else can play. So you have kind of this discussion about wide receiver three, who this is going to be. Robbie Chosen got good run this week. Seems like he's finally got a little bit of momentum going. You've seen them using him in some of the practice clips that have hit social media in ways that mirror with motion and vertical routes. They it mirrors how they've used Tyreek or Jalen. That intrigues me. Is that an element? Um, 
Braxton Berrios, a little bit more of a slot guy. Ezukama, a little bit more of a physical guy. And Ezukama was strapped back up and ready to go. So you were very fortunate in that capacity to see him uh, avoid any um, longstanding threat to, to him continuing to progress and, and be ready to play football. So uh, Berrios chosen and Ezukama is another battle that I'm very dialed into as well when the Dolphins have the football. And then I'm selfishly watching Elijah Higgins because I, I think there's something happening under the surface there behind the scenes. And with Alec Ingold being another player that feasibly could not participate in this football game, does that open the door for Tyler Croft or Julian Hill or Elijah Higgins or Eric Sauber to play some hybrid fullback? Or do they just stay away from that altogether? I would love to see a little bit of versatility out of one of the tight ends. Probably give me the warm and fuzzies, regardless of what the scoreboard says at the end of the rainbow. Uh, we're going to talk about fringe defenders next, our, our final chapter here, as we get ready for the Dolphins to clash against the Atlanta Falcons tonight at 7 p.m. at Hard Rock Stadium. This conversation for me starts and ends in the defensive backfield. We've already talked about Cam Smith, right? Player who um, slid in the draft. Dolphins made him a BPA selection, kind of sets up long-term for a transition uh, away from one of these big money corners that they have long-term. But you also have a potential starting safety spot that's open, as alluded to by Vic Fangio. I don't think Deshaun Elliott is so well-entrenched as a staple of this football team that he's going to be held out of this football game. I don't think you'll see Brandon Jones just because he's continued to have the red jersey. Uh, I think he still is the inside track leader in the clubhouse for that starting job, but he's got to be ready for the start of the season. But can Deshaun Elliott go out there and showcase himself in a way that allows him to stake a claim? Uh, Trill Williams is another big X factor for me. I think uh, the transition to safety is official for him. And I think his skill set can be really good there. The challenge is he just took off the red jersey this week. Dude's going to be chomping at the bit. I expect to see that. I expect him to be flying around. But this defense does force safeties to have to be the quarterback of the defense from depth, seeing the entire picture, and making calls. Now, I don't think you're going to get too complex. I don't think you're going to see the full list of safety tools at their disposal to um, box bunch sets, as an example, or play tr have a tricks call against a three-by-one, which is the backside safety, uh, looks to, to poach three strong on a crossing route across the middle of the field, where his responsibility otherwise would be to, to play a deep half. Um, I don't think you're necessarily going to get into that depth of execution. But I am really interested to see how Trill takes to that opportunity as a player who is in a battle with Verone McKinley and Elijah Campbell for um, really the third safety or the fourth safety spot. And they might carry five. We need to see if the hype continues with knowing Benogany. I know I didn't really talk about him in the first group with the battle with Eli Apple. And that's just kind of muscle memory at this point. Noah has been pretty good in camp. I don't think, I, th I think that other outside, that third outside corner spot is like the third wide receiver spot. 
It's no holds barred. Y'all going to get some run. You guys go take the next step into sorting it out. I think that competition, uh, especially against a Falcons wide receiver group, that if you're assuming that you will not see Drake London, and, and the Falcons may very well enter into this game and say, we have no reason to hold anybody out. Oh, we have a second-year quarterback in Desmond Ritter. We have uh, Mac Hollins is a first-year player with the with the team. We don't really have depth. We we at some of these spots we want to evaluate what we actually have and try and help our starting quarterback get some game reps. I think you could live in a world where the Dolphins effectively roll out their a lot of their twos and guys fighting for ones. And the Falcons roll out the starters for the first quarter. Like, that would not surprise me. Uh, but if that is the case, then you've got Drake London and Matt Collins to figure out. Cam, Eli, Noah, you guys are going to get a really, really valuable quarter, potentially, of evaluation reps in your bid to be the guy. And I think Noah's somebody who, you know, from a size matchup perspective, Either Matt Collins or Drake London is is going to be able to play into, I think, what Noah profiles as physically as a player. It's just a question of are you going to draw man assignments, are you going to draw zone assignments. So I'm interested to see how the Dolphins kind of call this. Uh, obviously, they're going to stay pretty vanilla. They're not going to give you the full Vic Fangio experience. Um, but that spot for me jumps. The fourth safety and the third corner, the outside corner are two spots for me that I, I am going to be very closely dialed in on that side of the ball. So that's kind of where my eyes are going to be at throughout the course of this football game, uh, especially early. And then you're just looking for guys who flash late, particularly in the second half. You want to see guys who pop. I will be live on the Bleacher Report app in the Dolphins team stream uh, tonight. Uh, it sounds like it's going to be between 9 and 10 o'clock. And we are going to give you guys our reaction to uh, this football game for the Dolphins, which I'm very much looking forward to doing. Uh, so I hope to see all of you there. Download the app, uh, follow the Dolphins on the team stream, and you'll get the notification when uh, the content goes live. And I'll, I'll be live on that app. And then obviously we'll have an episode of Locked on Dolphins tomorrow recapping uh, all of the happenings from the preseason game and all of our takeaways as well. So that's where we're at. Hope you guys are fired up for some Miami Dolphins football because the wait is over. Today is the day. Fins up. Keep it locked in right here on Locked on Dolphins. Shout out to our everydayers. I'll talk to you all again later. Peace.